Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another episode of the Mayor On Air podcast. I, of course, am the mayor of Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe. We are broadcasting now on Sirius 214 XM 209. Apparently that's been happening for like three weeks and we didn't realize it. Buzzkill, way to go. I'm just going to throw you under the bus because there's no one else here to do that to. Uh, and we are joined today at the uh, Detroit Grand Prix, Duel in Detroit. If you hear something in the background, it's the IMSA Drivers Meeting, which very rudely decided to schedule itself the same time as our podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, we are here with outstanding rookie and Indy 500 podiumer, Mr. Ed Jones. Ed, thanks for joining the show, yeah, man. No, it's great to be here. And it's- it's clear that we've obviously done something right to be invited on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, by participating in the IndyCar series, eventually you pretty much get invited on the show. But it is not it is not a coincidence that you are here after such a stellar performance. Uh, before we get to that, though, one thing we always like to do with new guests is ask them if they've ever actually listened to an episode of The Mayor on Air. Yeah, I have. I, have, I don't think I've listened to the whole thing, but... But you fired one to, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one did you listen to? It was the Alonso one. Who's the Alonso yeah. one? I feel like we're going to get that one a lot. So I feel like that's going to be coming. Well, that, I think that only makes you like the second driver that's ever listened to one before oh, yeah. they came on. We had drivers like say, how come you haven't invited us on the show yet? And we invited them on. I'm like, hey, so how many have you listened to? Oh, well, I haven't actually listened to any. So uh, you, you're already in the top three. Yeah. There you go. Right, there well you done. Go. Yeah, yeah. Well done. So in the first segment of the show, what we do like to do is talk a little bit of IndyCar racing, which yeah. seems pretty appropriate. Uh, we like to kind of recap the previous event, maybe preview the upcoming event. And yes, uh, to my aforementioned uh, very impressive run at the Indianapolis 500. Rookie time doing it. Obviously, you've been yeah. part of the Freedom 100. Uh, but first time in the big cars on the big track. Tell me about your month of May. Not just the race. Let's yeah. talk about the month. Yeah, well, obviously, it's, it was my first time going into a month of May with, with IndyCar. Done the t- last two years with Indy Lights, and I didn't know what to expect, really, you know. Driving with lights, you have a few days, I think three, two days of practice and you're into the race. And there's not that much media going on and things like that. Whereas this month, it was just Bananas. Ridi- yeah, ridiculous <laughs> in a way. It was non-stop the whole month. Whether we were driving, driving for almost seven days in a row. I've never done that in my life. So <laughs> I didn't really look at the schedule before I got to May. <laughs> well, even before we started that first day of practice. That is a rookie mistake, I will say. So I kind of just went every day, but like just turned up and kind of think I was going to have a day off and then it went for seven days and I was like yeah what has happened here um, and then we went straight into the media days and it was just so busy but it was a lot of fun and it was great to be finally part of that and it makes me realize how special it is to Indianapolis and the whole motorsport community as a whole um, and then in terms of terms of driving we did the ROP I was really fortunate the car was solid Dale Coin Racing and that went by so quickly and easily because of that um, and then we got into into testing and straight away I felt again comfortable in traffic and a lot of my the way it's gone this year has been uh, down there you know having Seb as a teammate um, so experienced helping with the setup of the car and then if I ever had any questions he was he was always there to, to help me and give me as much advice as possible so it went so smoothly probably more smoothly than I expected you know you always expect hiccups to come up and Seeing the other rookies, I saw it, they, some of them have struggled a bit, but also, yeah, that Alonso yeah. character really, uh, really had a hard no, time. Not, not just, <laughs> no, not, not, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I mean, the other guys, the real but, rookies, you know, Zach and Jack. Yeah, exactly. And, but I mean, I also had the benefit of being with the team for the whole season, right? And that helps so much. The whole atmosphere for me is so much. It's comfortable. I know what to expect, and yeah, I guess that was my advantage. And then, in terms of driving, it was yeah, got well. Qualifying, the car was awesome. Really sketchy, again. 
I thought I only had to do qualifying once. <laughs> so you, you had done no research into this at all. <laughs> so I did all. You even raced lights for two years. Yeah, and know, you still I had know, no appreciation for I what was going on. <laughs> I, so I did qualify. I knew now. Obviously, I watched qualifying when I was doing lights, but I didn't realize you had to do it twice. So <laughs> I find qualifying over qualifying is probably for me like the most stressful thing in racing. Yeah. And I had, before my run, we had the six-hour rain break. So I was already like, oh, my God, when, when am I going to be able to finally do this? I yeah. did my four laps. I'm like, yeah, that was solid run. I've done it. I'm finished. Then I find out. you got to do it again tomorrow. It. And not only that, but what I did today doesn't even matter because I didn't make the fast nine. And all my times, all my speeds get deleted for tomorrow. So <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, pretty upsetting. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, that was tough. But, no, I really enjoyed that. And then uh, moving in, moving into the race day, carb day, awesome, great to watch. You know, obviously I was racing there last year, watching Freedom 100, and then being able to do the carb day was yeah, great atmosphere, a lot of fans there. And moving to race day again, just so much going on. You kind of like you want a few moments yourself just to get ready for races, which in every other category I've always done. You get to you've the Indy 500, yeah, you've had that time. You get to the Indy 500 and. Everywhere you go, you're just bombarded by people. Obviously, it's great, but it's just you're not used to it and you want to focus a bit. Um, so I found that quite difficult. But, uh, yeah, getting into the race, it was, yeah, something special. Never done anything like it. And so most most rookies come away with some tale of woe from their first 500-mile race. You did not. You came away with a tale of success, of tremendous yeah. success. Kind of quickly walk through your race and how you ended up in P3. Yeah, for me, the race, I got told lots of different things and what to expect. And everyone's like, the start's crazy. But for some reason this year, it seemed like everyone just was really sensible, like far too sensible. <laughs> and it was very bizarre, very out of character for us. Yeah, exactly. Way too sensible. Everyone just settled down into like a single file. And it was just like, yeah, this was, it was really surprising. So that went well. We were running in the top 11 or 10 for, for most of the first stint. Until obviously Scott had that, that massive accident. Um, I came around turn one and I just saw his car flat in the air. I was like, oh my God. It's not good. Yeah. And I actually, all the debris was flying into me. I thought it was going to hit hit me. Yeah. So I actually got down in the car. I slid down, moved my body down. So I couldn't see where I was going when I went through it. But then obviously, so I was all right then. I got through it. Um, it damaged the rear wing. Oh, did it? Yeah, so then I actually... Had a, after the red flag, I had to stop, replace my whole rear wing assembly. Okay. Sent us to the back of the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, that's the other thing. I couldn't might believe in the race how many ups and downs it's I so had in that race. Flow. I kind of like, usually in a race that happens, you're like, yeah, this is going to be boring because I'm just going to be circulating in at the back of the field. and No chance that, to move back it. up. Yeah. And, and then things change so much over the course of that race. and Yeah, it's just being that patient. I remember Montoya coming up to me just before the introductions and it was like it's a long race just just be patient just be patient and I was trying to yeah I just couldn't believe like how how important that was and, and for a rookie to learn that in your first one is huge yeah. you know to, to learn how important patience is yeah. to learn that the ebb and flow of it happens yeah. dramatically you're going to have ups you're going to have downs you hope you end on an up yeah exactly but just yeah. because you find yourself down at one point it means by, it's yeah. by no means are you out of the out of the game so going to going to Pocono later this year, you're probably going to feel a little bit more a little bit more prepared for it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, you have bad luck at points in that race, but because it's so long, that luck can always turn around. That's what happened with us that last yellow. Um, but you know, we had. I was also learning a lot throughout the race and the traffic. I felt like I was decent in it in practice, but in the race, obviously, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. 
I just started manipulating all the tools in the car a lot more than I had done before and so it was such a big learning process especially the restarts the early restarts I just got mugged <laughs> like I wasn't prepared for that the start was really as we said people being like almost too nice yeah on the restarts it was mental and so I lost a lot at the beginning but then the last few I, I got the hang of it and started making positions so it was a, it was a huge learning process for me um, yeah and it, it really worked towards the end because we were right up there and fighting with the, with the guys at the front it's so important